Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, it's our final episode before we dive into predictions and finally get to see some action next week. We're going to be going over some brief news uh, in the CDL, a lot of stuff involving like jerseys and in-game content. Teams are designing their own jerseys. We're going to talk about those, maybe give our thoughts on our favorites and our least favorites of the ones revealed so far. We're going to do a little mini segment talking about what the CDL could do to make us thankful this year because Thanksgiving is coming up. Uh, tomorrow when we're recording this and then we're going to wind it down with a little mini draft Uh, Brock and I are each going to draft two teams and like a little snake format if you guys are familiar with what that is and it's going to be all-time teams so we're going to be picking players like Scump Black Ops 3 or Simp Black Ops 4 it's going to be picking a player from a specific game and then we're going to create four teams and have you guys vote in the comments what is the best team of the four created Uh, before we get into that Brock how you doing today Oh, we're doing good on this fine Wednesday evening out here in Wisconsin, which is will be the last Wednesday, I believe, before we switch to Monday. Yeah, final Wednesday. Yep. Feeling good, getting ready to start this podcast. Let's get it. All right. So if you guys enjoy this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube and drop a follow, drop a review on the audio platforms. We've been seeing kind of an uptick in listens on audio platforms. So that's nice to see you guys are showing some love on there as well as the YouTube channel continues to kill it on the pods, just consistently higher and higher viewership, which is awesome because we're really not even in CDL season yet. It kicks off next week. So assuming we're going to try to keep going up from there and you guys are going to get more engaged because it's finally time to watch some COD. It feels like it's been forever and this season. We're starting like over a full month earlier than we normally do. So I can't even imagine if we were starting uh, another month plus later it would be agony but i'm excited this is our final podcast we might end up cutting it short because there's not a ton of news and we're just going to do that little draft and kind of get out of here we might cut it short because we've got grind time starting soon we're going to be doing a lot longer episodes diving into uh the matches and predictions and analyzing matches as we get into the year so might be a little bit shorter today but who knows uh got a little bit of news to talk about though brock first thing they announced the venue for the boston event which is major two uh, obviously, the first time we're going to Boston for the CDL, they had the Challengers event, but no actual uh, majors for the CDL. And to my knowledge, really the first like Call of Duty event in like the Boston and Massachusetts, that area really in at least a long time, because I can't remember like an MLG yeah. Boston or anything. So the first one in at least a very long time. I'm not sure there could have been one way back. Um, but the venue looks sick. It it reminds me a little bit of that New York event last year, kind of something similar, like a, a theater almost. It's a musical. It's going to get loud in there. (laughs) Yeah. And it seems like every time they go to these new cities where like they haven't really been, the fans bring it kind of like New York. They hadn't really been to Mm -hmm. New York as weird as that seems because it's such a major city. They hadn't really been there in forever, uh, especially like not since early, early MLG days. I think they had to land there, but the crowd brought it in New York, which is why they went back. And I'm excited. This, This Boston event looks sick. Definitely one I would like to go to. Probably won't be attending that one, but yeah. Looks like it'd be a great place to be. It is going to get loud. You're right. Fans, fans going to show up to the Boston. Let me tell you that. Yeah. Hopefully their team has it all together by major two, so they have something to cheer for. But I'm excited for that one. It looks looks really cool. And from everything they said about like the breach in that Challengers event, it seems like they know how to throw an event and they're pretty good at it. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'll trust Boston, Boston Org. Yeah, they seem like they've done everything right at least since entering. CDL, mm-hmm. maybe they're gonna have some Doug fan meetups since he's on the Challenger oh, team. They, they might, they might. <laughs> maybe Doug will play. 
Maybe, maybe somebody will be a sick. We we saw that at the event we went to. Classic had to sub in because Mac was sick. Yeah. So hopefully, never know. You never maybe. know. <laughs> then we got Challengers Cup two. Um, had to be rescheduled because the CDL mode earlier this week in game was just completely broken. They had to remove it because like there were lobby crashes and errors. And then partway through the week, pros had to level themselves up to level fifty two to be able to use everything they needed in game and like. That now i guess it's back funny. in but oh my god it is it is a mess out there for the pros couldn't scrim for days the mm-hmm. cup had to be delayed like it is it is a mess out there yeah T- check out the cd mo- cdl mode when the warzone dropped so everyone to go play the warzone it's good smart thinking on them for that <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely a conspiracy theory and like it shouldn't be a valid one but it kind of is a valid one yeah so yeah, but hope thank God it's back though for the for the pros that can scream and all that jazz. Yeah, they got to play in a week and now and I know <laughs> it's already bad enough for them that they have to play in a week and they couldn't use it. But it's even worse for the challengers players that had legit tournaments that like have an impact on the rest of their year. Yeah, and their potential future livelihood, and they couldn't even practice at all for the tournament they had to play. Like, yeah, I think that that cup like got rescheduled like on Friday and the tournament was on Saturday, so like almost barely got it rescheduled. Yeah, they probably had to like make the biggest fuss ever and had some pros step in or something because that yeah that was that's ridiculous. Just, that's just not right if you're not gonna play on a CL game mode. <laughs> yeah, and they couldn't even like practice correctly. Lobbies are just broken. And why on earth do people have to level up to fifty two to be able to use everything in private matches? That's never yeah. been a thing. Everything has always just been unlocked for you in private matches. Mm-hmm. It makes zero sense. Just make it make sense. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, we still are waiting on the. CDL mosh pit mode. Yep. Hopefully that comes soon because I really do not want to play the public match games. Yeah, I mean, we were like a week ago, we were ready to to dive into the mosh pit playlist, and here we sit one week later with no ETA when it's going to come out. I was so I was so hyped for that, and then just threw a wrench in my heart with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next thing we got, Kenny and Octane were inducted into the 100 Thieves Hall of Fame. Something new. 100T is doing uh, not just a Call of Duty thing, obviously, but has to do with all their esports it sounds like i don't exactly know how they're doing it but they inducted three players they inducted kenny octane and then someday from their league mm-hmm. of legends team um i don't know exactly how they're doing it. i don't know if maybe like they're gonna do like yearly inductions of three players or if they're like randomly gonna induct people when they see fit i'm not sure but i think it's a really cool idea and i'd love to see more esports orgs do it just like i mean you see um for us probably like a, a main sport we watch would be like the nfl Mm-hmm. Or even the NBA, like you see teams retire jerseys uh, of like all time great players in their franchise in America. So like, I think it'd be something really cool. Like if somebody like Octane, who has multiple championships, or Kenny, who has multiple MVPs, they both won a world championship. You retire them. Like obviously, guys on Optic, like Nate Shot, Scump, Big Time, mm-hmm. are all like the OG players would get retired. I think it'd be something kind of cool, org by org, and it, not even um, just Call of Duty related. I think it's cool if like orgs have multiple teams in esports. They just create a hall of fame for like the greatest longest tenured players in their history and yeah. just like throw their jerseys up i think it's cool yeah it's definitely cool for kenny octane you know been on 100 t since before the cdl started yeah then octane obviously went to search for a couple of years came back won a world chip give it good for them yeah and it's like as we go forward in esports too more and more teams are getting like full-on facilities and compounds and stuff and i think that'll probably only increase so like at wherever their home base is and wherever their compound is, they could just like 
have just like a little room or like a little area where they hang up all the Hall of Fame jerseys or something. Or like, yeah, I think the future might be we see things like esports arena, how um, Optic owns that. Mm-hmm. In I'm pretty sure that's in Dallas, uh, how they own that. Like, just like it's it's like a football stadium. You can hang up the jerseys in like the rafters of your retired players. And I think we're probably going to see more and more teams own their own arena to host events as yep. we go into the future. And they can hang jerseys up there of their esports teams not only just cod but whatever esport i think i think it's a cool idea and I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't really been a thing earlier if it is i'm not aware of it but uh could be a thing in like a different esport and i just don't know about it but i think it's a cool idea i hope every org starts doing it it's good to recognize those players that won new championships from the past too and it helps you keep track of like just all-time great players and like if you're a really big fan of 100t cod I think it might be like another way to just segue yourself into other esports. Like I yeah. know who someday is mostly because I've watched Hunter Thieves content. I'm not a League of Legends player. I don't know much about it, but I know who he is and had heard his name and knew that he played League just from their mm-hmm. content and stuff. Yep. So like it could segue you like you might be a Hunter T fan. There's probably way more Hunter T fans that are someday fans than there are Octane and Kenny because League is so big mm-hmm. that they probably never even heard of Octane and Kenny until they saw him get inducted to the Hall of Fame. Maybe they check him out from that or something like yeah. kind of bridge the gap and make you fan of that orgs other esports more eyes from different esports yeah also speaking of kenny he was voted on in the cdl pros uh top 10 i wanted to give a shout out to that video because it kind of uh reinforced you and i last week we did our player rankings we had some people flaming us for our s tier um they didn't release the top five yet from what the pros voted on but uh, i'm trying to remember exactly how it was it was so number the pros basically all voted on their top 10 players in the league and they released 10 through six today. Uh, 10 was I think Kleenex. Yeah. Kleenex nine was Arcides. Uh, eight was Sib. Seven was Kenny and six was Pred. So if you go off our S tier, um, we had Kenny and S, which they put him at seven, so one spot below our S. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they had Pred at six, who we had in S tier. Five players that weren't named yet: Celium, Simp, Abizi, Dashi, uh, and Shotzi. I'm assuming that's going to be the top five, most likely. Yeah. And we put Abizi at the top of A, and Kenny at like the bottom of S. So basically, our S tier, we agree with the pros, except switch out Kenny to Abizi, which I think we both would say is completely fair. Like, I don't have a problem if you want to put Kenny as the seventh best player in a BZ up there in the top six. I don't have an issue with that. I think it's fair. Yeah, I don't have an issue as well. It's whoever like, you prefer. So it sounds like we were pretty damn accurate and on the same page as the pros for the top six players are. Yeah, I would say so. I think we got to give ourselves a little, little pat on the back. And I mean, a BZ is the easy answer. I feel like long term, he's had a lot more successful run in the CDL era than Kenny has. Kenny had a really great last year, but the years before that weren't that great for him. Mm-hmm. Abizi's he's been in every champs final yeah it's hard to argue that <laughs> so i thought that was interesting though i'm i'm interested to see the top five and what order they put them in i'm thinking they if you were to take a guess what do you think i'm assuming those players um, are, t- are the f- top five i'm gonna say they put selling him at one i agree simp at two uh maybe they shotzi might, they might do shotzi I could even. Uh, I feel like pros have a lesser opinion of Dashy, though. I think he might be a little lower. Yeah, Dashy might be like four, five, probably five. If I had to put my guess on it, I'd say they put Celium one, Simp two, Shotzi three, 
a BZ4 Dashy 5, if I had to take a guess. I don't know, though. Yeah. Because I feel like the pros think less of Dashy than the other players. I'm not saying I think he's five, but I think the pros probably think a little lower. And also, I know the pros always think super high of a BZ, so I won't be shocked to see him if he's like third or something. Because I think yeah. pros really, really think highly of a BZ. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They could throw a big curveball in there. <laughs> they let five come out. <laughs> yeah, maybe they got one of the other 100 T-Boys, Envoy or Octane or something, since they won a world championship. Maybe they got them thrown up there. Yeah, potentially. Maybe they're honoring Scump for his last, last hurrah. They're going to put him one. <laughs> maybe. They might do that, actually. Also, God, I'm just accidentally killing it with transitions here. The next thing we have to talk about, Scump. Sweat Bannon, 88, no video. I think everybody basically knows Iconic. what that video is if you're watching this. Uh, it hit 10 million views this past week. Jesus. That's crazy. That's so that's so lit. That was like, what, like eight years ago? Oh, it's Black Ops 2, so yeah, like, no. Like 10 years ago. That's 10. It was like 2012. Oh, yeah. Jesus, time's flying. <laughs> That's like crazy thing about though. I think if you're listening to this podcast and you're a fan of the CDL, you've probably seen that video because it's like maybe one of the most iconic Call of Duty like commentary videos. Like back in the day, everybody used to make like live comms. And that's probably got to be one of the most iconic live comms of all time playing on Raid. Goes 88 yeah. no. I think it was like it was like 66 in the first half and everyone left or something like that. Yeah. Like if you haven't seen that video, I don't know how you check have it, it. <laughs> but go check that out just look up sweatband and 88 no it'll pop up it'll be scump in a fashion if you're not like a an old follower if you're more of a new follower it'll be a scump you've never seen before he's a young kid i mean you can't even be 18 at the time of that video during black no. ops 2 like super young scump and he's one of the greatest young. cod pub videos of all time yeah his lockouts are so lit back in the day when i used to watch it <laughs> everybody that was the biggest thing back in the day Mm-hmm. Everybody would make live comms and cut comms, and now it's not even really a thing, to be honest. No, not like, nobody really. makes of because well, first of all, not that many people really make COD pub videos. I mean, I'm sure there's still a couple pub stompers out there and stuff, but like right, that K3. was a huge thing back in the day. Yeah, K3, Marka J. I think he might be done though. I don't think he does videos anymore. Maybe he does. I just I just haven't seen him in a while. I I don't know. I've only ever watched him like way back way back then, but. Cod pub videos they used to be huge. Go check that out if you haven't. Brock, this next one's for you. This is a, something you like to do. You're a movement exploit guy. You like slide canceling. You like the finesse everything. There's a new movement dive hop. I don't even know what to call it exploit, but it looks like it looks yeah, absurd it's... from the POV of the person doing it. But when you see somebody chow you like that, it looks it looks absurd. It's like yeah, it's like so weird. They like glide across the map like they're Superman. Yeah, I think you just like you just dolphin dive onto an object. And he's like spam jumping. He's like fly after for some reason. Have you tried it yet? Uh, I, like I tried a little bit. I think I got the hang of it, but I haven't really been playing COD recently. So I haven't tried it. I need to. I might hop on after this and try that out. I need to try that out because I think it's it's gonna get patched pretty quick. I think it's not as looks like looks pretty hard, but like, I don't think it's that hard. It basically seems like you just have to land on a ledge with your dolphin dive, and then as you're landing, like spam A or whatever your jump button is. Yeah just like fly off and uh, it looks some of those like that uh, what's the map um albegra yeah albegra the fortress yeah that like when they jump up that one window to the other side just like yeah launch across it looks ridiculous it's almost like the black ops 3 the the what do you call it the g g slide g slide yeah just fly like 20 feet in the air it looks like the same thing except instead of like a slide it's a dive yeah 
exact same thing, but I'm sure that'll be patched soon. But although it is Infinity War, it might take a few weeks. Yeah, hopefully the whole year. Honestly, I kind of hope it stays in until at least the first week of matches. I want to see Shotzi hit the the dive hop on yeah. somebody. That'll be funny to watch. Yeah, that'll be that'll be great. I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. All right. CDL jerseys. I. I have some opinions on this and because I've seen people complaining about some of the jerseys like the thieves jersey and I'll agree. I think the thieves jersey really underwhelmed me because they're an org with a lot of like they're like the org most known of any CDL org for their like clothing and their style mm-hmm. and all the stuff they release. I'm a little disappointed at how uncreative their jersey is, but I'll say I will I refuse to complain about any of the jerseys because I've been begging to not have these just generic everybody has the same jersey with their logo on it forever. Yep. So the fact that teams are making their own custom, if they want to fumble the bag and make a bad jersey, I'm not going to complain because I'm just glad that teams have the freedom to make their own jersey. Now I've wanted it forever. So the pictures mm-hmm. I'm looking at on CDL Intel, we have the Thieves jersey, uh, Rocker, Breach, uh, Gorillas, Surge, Mutineers, Ravens, Ultra. I believe we're just missing Subliners, Optic, and Vegas. Yeah, from what I see. Three, yeah. four, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. thoughts on the jerseys? Um, are you kind of in agreement? I think Thieves are probably the worst one. It's still not like a terrible jersey, it's just so basic yeah for the thieves one i feel like they should add like the red and black checkered that'll make it that'll look a lot better than just a black like black one yeah and i wonder i'm assuming optics gonna be a a team with two because they always have the championship whites that they bring out on sundays yeah so optic will probably have like a, a black or like a green version for their regular one and then uh i have a feeling mm-hmm. optics are gonna be kind of underwhelming if i had to be honest i feel like they're gonna make them pretty basic just like they're going to look fine, and but they're probably going to be like the classic, just this is the optic jersey, and you know mm-hmm. when you see it. Yeah. I would like to see them do like a brick pattern on it, though. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be like cool. A brick wall, like a black with like green bricks on part of it or something. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But like this, what were you going to say? Like they, 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 they should uh, put like a patch on there for Scum's last season. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I look at these jerseys, though. I don't know which ones. Okay, if you had to like pick out a couple favorites, I mean, I feel like you're gonna agree with it, but I think Mutineers have got to be my number one right now. Uh, yeah, Mutineers are dope. The I've always liked their logo. LAD. People like hated on their logo right away, but I've always liked that Mutineers logo, and I, I like the creativity. Their logo yeah. kind of covers the shirt. I do like their like pattern stuff. Yeah, LAG. I like Rockers. Pretty cool. I think the bag of it's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, I like. I kind of like the like the Toronto Ultra like vibrant cut kind of with the you know just the Canada yeah. flag on the it. The little like, uh, yeah, the little leaf they got and everything. The maple yeah. leaf. It, it like kind of like it looks it looks clean. Yeah, it's nothing like crazy in detail, but it's just like a clean, nice touch to like tr- tribute Canada on there and yeah. Ravens isn't bad either. It's like also subtle. It's got like the Ravens logo, but then like the crown because they always say like for the queen. Mm -hmm. Like the little crown in there. I think the Ravens one. Honestly, like the other one I'm a little underwhelmed with Boston. I feel like it's just it's not a bad jersey, but it's just kind of basic. Yeah. 
I do agree though. I like that Gorillas one. They have like that classic like LA font mm-hmm. in the back, and Minnesota might be my favorite. I don't know. I think both of us would say though we just really like like purple and blue. Yeah, or I like I always like a purple or like a blue jersey. Pur- pur- purple and, and black. Yeah, and rocker for me combines that like that light blue with the purple and like almost looks like it has mm-hmm. like stars on it, like a night sky. I really, really, I think the rocker are my favorite. But like I said, I'm a little underwhelmed by like thieves in Boston, but I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, uh, that they're making their own jerseys. Surge looked pretty cool too. I don't know if I'm a fan of like the half and half colors. On the Surge. Front. It's like okay. I don't know. If I'd, say, I'd say that's an average one for me, middle of the pack. Yeah. I don't, well, I'm, I'm excited though. I, I like. I like that they can make their own jerseys. I don't care. They could all come out twelve jerseys that are all terrible and look worse than the ones last year. But as long as they're all custom and I don't have to like see them walk out with the exact same jersey on, which is a different logo. Mm-hmm. Like I like that they're customizable. It makes yep, it, it makes it feel like. I don't, I've never bought a CDL jersey. I have like the optic collectible one from like the 10 year anniversary. And then I have like when I was at BO4 Champs, I bought like a phase and an United jersey and a UIU jersey. And I have them like <laughs> framed up from Champs. Mm-hmm. Um, but like to actually wear, I've never like, bought a jersey besides I bought like that optic 10 year one as a collectible because I thought it looked sick. It was like a combination of all the jerseys they've ever had. Yeah. Um, but I like the idea that they're going to have a new custom jersey every year. So, like, when you see one you really like, it doesn't feel, like, so boring to just buy it because they're all the same. Like, it actually feels like it has some character. You could buy it and rep it. Yep, definitely. Headed in the right direction, I would say. Yeah, and I'll let them make their own skins in-game. Yeah. All right. Ready for this question, Brock? I wanted to throw this. Actually, let's talk about this first. Team packs are also coming to the game. Yep. On the 29th, those speaking of uh, just uniform, just the comparison just from in game to out of game, those are just boring. Also, I'm really can't see myself buying one unless I really want to support a team. But it's all basically the exact same outfit guy with like some goggles and a helmet and like a backpack on. And they're all the exact same skin except the logo and color switch. Yep. So like kind of boring, honestly, but I guess it is a good way to support your favorite team and rep your favorite team. Yeah, definitely. Might have, to buy have, one, might have to buy one to uh, see who can, who's going to win. Yeah, if you major. buy it, if you buy it, we're going to have to make an announcement who you bought because obviously we told it when Kyle was on, but you bought the Ultra skin in Cold War when they like kind of sucked. Yeah. And then they immediately won a major after you bought it. So like if you, whoever you buy, we're going to have to make an announcement if people want to start placing bets on I that know. team to win the next major. Basically changed front Ultra <laughs> season around after from buying that. <laughs> yeah, so you might have to figure out like, you might have to wait a little bit to buy a skin until after major one and see like a team that's down bad, then buy their skin and see if see if the curse or like, I guess like the reverse curse continues. Yeah, I have to actually. <laughs> yeah, shoot. All right. Next thing I saw it on CDL until I figured we have to talk about it. I swear the question's like impossible, but it was a classic sports debate. Like you see it with like football players or basketball players all the time. It says start bench cut. You got to start one uh, bench one and cut one. So basically a guy you're starting. Just as it sounds, you're starting them in your CDL lineup. Bench one, you're putting them on the bench, you're keeping them around, and then cut one. You're sending them to free agency, and the players were Shotzi, Pred, and Simp. Is it like, do the accolades count towards like each other? That's like my exact... Because uh, like, if it goes that, I, I kind of have to like drop Pred. Yeah, that's like my exact thing. Like, Are we talking like at their peak? Because if we're talking at their peak, honestly, still it's a tough argument because like 
BO4 simp to me is his peak and incredible. MW Shotzi, incredible. And like last year, Pred's peak was the best sub in the game. So like even at their peak, it's really hard. If you're talking like career-wise, I feel like it can't be career-wise because then Pred is the clear cut. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I would say like, let's I've... say going into this year, like if you're starting a team right now, let's say it like that because like, and it's only for oh, one God. year. Like it's only for MW2 because I, I think it makes it a little easier. I honestly don't think I will say I won't roast you or praise you for an answer because I legitimately don't think there's a right answer here. Going into oh my lord! So just you're you're building your team for MW two and it's only for that year. You lose them all at the end of the year, so it doesn't matter. Like you don't think of like Pred's age, yeah, being the youngest or anything. Ooh, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to be honest. I, okay, They're all I, so good. I, all right, I'm I'm gonna start Pred just because of last okay. year and how he's on a high streak. Okay. Oh. I'm gonna bench simp. I, have to, I'm gonna, I don't want to do it, but I have to cut shots. <laughs> I was. I've literally gone. I, I don't hate that. It's pretty close to I think what I'm gonna say. It is different what I'm gonna say though. But mm-hmm. I've gone through it in my head, like as I like saw the tweet, and I like come up with a justification to like cut all of them. Like I'm like you know simp. You could cut him because like he wasn't as good as maybe he mm-hmm. normally is last year. So like maybe he's starting to fall off. I don't believe that's true at all. I think Sim's still probably top three player, um, if not number one at the end of this year. But I don't know. Maybe like that's an issue. Like last year he didn't. It's crazy that the criticism is he didn't win. But like for the first time ever he like didn't win. Yeah. Fred obviously you could cut him because you could say like hey maybe he was a one year wonder. That's the argument for him and Shotzi. Um, I'm going to use the Shotzi argument because I'm also going to cut Shotzi. Optic fans, don't kill us. We had Shotzi as a top three player uh, and hard tier list last week. Yep. <laughs> but I think like Pred, his peaks, in my opinion, were the highest of these three players last year. Um, mm-hmm. I would say so, too. So I'm going to bench him and I'm going to start Simp and cut Shotzi. I'd say I'd start Simp because like, Granted, he has had the best teams of these players also. Uh, Shotzi's had some pretty darn good teams too, but I don't know. Simp every year, he just always is in every final, and I think mm-hmm. there's a reason for that. So I'm going to start him. going to bench Pred because I think he has like the highest ceiling as he's like such a young, just impactful player, and I'm going to cut Shotzi. And I, I guess it's maybe because Shotzi was like, had some moments last year on LAN where I didn't think he was performing up to his standard, but hey, mm-hmm. if you're gonna give me Shotzi to start on a team, I'll take that because he's yeah. probably like the third player in the league, maybe even top one at times. Like he's a top three player in the league at most times. So if I'm cutting yeah. Shotzi, yeah, I'm I got a pretty darn good team. Yeah, that's a tough I, one though. That's I a hope good they keep problem to have those. though if you have all those three players and you got to cut one. Yeah, if you're um choosing to cut one of these three players, your team is insane because. Let me tell you, any CDL GMs don't take this as advice because if you're cutting any one of those three players, you're out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brock, last thing to talk about before we jump into our little second segments we have. Let's talk a little World Cup. Oh, my God. Got a lot of English listeners, Alfie out there. A lot of, um, if you look at like our demographic breakdown, a ton of people from Europe really? um, watch the podcast. It's actually like a pretty big demographic. Not obviously... Like you would expect, probably the the biggest demographic is in North America, but ton of viewers from over in Europe on the pod. I'm sure they've been watching the World Cup, so 
Thoughts, mm-hmm. Brock? You're more of a soccer guy than I am. You played soccer your whole life. I enjoy watching yeah. soccer, but definitely not to the level uh, that you do. Uh, all right, let me get let me go through this. You know, I, we, we need we kind of need a W against Wales because you know England's yeah. the top dog. But it doesn't matter. We're beating England two to one. Market here. Gonna upset all these UK listeners. We got Alfie's out there. I'm gonna add Alfie in the tweet. I say we talked World Cup. Like I really wish we would have won going against Wales. That would, that would relieve so much pressure on our young team. Because because basically we're gonna have to go beat Iran for a second place, which is you know a lot of pressure in Iran. So like I don't think they're that bad. What people make it seem to be. So. Yeah, they scored a couple goals on England. Yeah, definitely be a tough one for for US if they if they actually if they lose to England and then oh I don't want to think about it, man. <laughs> I just want them to go through. <laughs> if they lose by like one goal, I think there's still a pretty legit chance they could make it out. Yeah, like they lose that... by one goal, Wales gets kind of stomped by England, and then we take out uh, or not? Yeah, Wales gets kind of stomped by England. We lose by like one goal mm-hmm. to England, and then kind of smoke Iran. Then, yeah, I think if even if like the people are saying if we tie England, it's a W in our books. Cause then, oh yeah, because I mean, if they if they lose to Iran, then that's just we we didn't deserve yeah. to get out because you had to beat them or Wales, and we didn't beat either. Then if we lose yeah. to them, I just I just don't know. How I feel about going if we do lose to England, going to play Iran and have having have to win. Think about this though. Let's say like England goes three and zero. Um, Wales and Iran draw, and Wales and England draw or something. Actually, no. Yeah. What would happen? Wait, what would happen if I Wales think... had three draws and we also had three draws? Because goal differential would just be the same. It'd, go... It'd be zero. Uh. What would it come goals, down to? goals against then? Oh, I yeah, guess go- yeah. Goals against could be different. That'd, that'd be wild though. Imagine if that came down to that. Like they, the second place because Iran would have one loss, so they'd be last. But imagine it came down to us versus uh, Wales, and we both had three draws. And it came mm-hmm. down to uh, yeah, goals against would probably be what it is, or goals scored. One of the two. Yeah, if, obviously if goal go- differential wouldn't come into play because it they'd both be even. Yeah, if goals are tied, is this? goes to goals against but yeah Ooh. that's why that's why like if you're gonna lose you don't want to lose by like, just one not like getting smoked by yeah, that goal differential is massive yeah so hey i'm looking, I'm looking forward to friday again that big but, dub all i'm gonna say oh yeah cod twitter is gonna be wild too because there's so many eu players that love soccer mm-hmm. and they're gonna be talking because obviously england is the favorite but hey crazier things have happened in this world cup already I know. Saudis took out Argentina. Japan took out Germany. Yeah. That, that is, that's just a wild thing about. USA beating England is not as big of an upset as those two things were. It's, Especially yeah. the Saudi Arabia over Argentina. That's definitely not as big an upset as that. Yeah. Definitely have to play. Well, Japan's actually like pretty good, aren't they? Uh, Japan, they're not bad. They, they, we played a friendly against them like a month or two ago. We lost 2-0. to zero. Although Germany is supposed to be like good. I remember (laughs) the day, I think it was the same day that Argentina lost Saudi Arabia. I remember I turned on the um, Australia France game and Australia scored a pretty early goal to go up one, nothing. And I was like, Ooh, it's going to be another upset. And then France just rattled off four straight goals and 
crushed him four one, and I was like, okay, never mind. I, I got too ahead of myself. Yeah, it was the Saudi the thing they they beat Argentina and then they made it a holiday after the next day <laughs> for beating them. That's how. You know. Yeah, it was like based on like odds. It was like one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So you know, you never know. Alfie, if you're listening, our most vocal EU listener, go drop your comments in the World Cup. I'm gonna I'm gonna add him on Twitter after I'm gonna say Brock talks soccer and he's saying that England sucks. So I'm gonna see what he has to say about that because he's a huge UK guy, big England yeah. fan. It's gonna be he's called soccer say. after Friday. <laughs> let me tell you that. <laughs> I saw a video <laughs> of people raging because we call American football football here, and I uh, I think that's so funny. I I don't really care. It Either is, way, it doesn't really matter to me, but people, some people get really, really upset that we call our like NFL American football football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that'd be funny. Yeah. All right. Doing a little mini Thanksgiving segment before we do our draft. Like I said, we're about at the half hour mark. This one will probably wrap up and like around the hour mark, maybe a little shorter than the little over an hour we normally go. But Brock, two things you want to see in the CDL this season happen that would make you thankful. Well, Thanksgiving special. Ooh. I got my two things. I can say them quick. They're not long. I didn't want to make this like a super sure. long segment. A couple minutes. I got. I want every single team to be legitimately alive for champs come major five. We almost saw it this year. Paris was basically dead, but there were like all the way down to 11. Every team had like their path. They can make it. I want to see it like mm-hmm. that again, but all 12 and even closer. Like I want every team to be alive for champs come major five. So it's just chaos and like teams are fighting for their life to make it to yep. champs. That would make me extremely thankful. And that would be a fun season if we saw that. And then I want to see an all time competitive champs with the craziest matches. I feel like I got lucky enough at the one champs I was at and black ops four to see one of the craziest champs, like with the whole phase hundred T losers round one. Um, like maybe the Back greatest series. The of God. Yeah, like maybe the greatest series of COD we've ever seen. And then LA Thieves, or not LA Thieves, 100 Thieves making the run um, all the way from winners round one. And that was a crazy match where they lost to LG, where Slack at the Slack Slam, got like a four-piece on frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thieves made the run all the way from losers round one to finals. Optic was obviously in winners finals, which is a crazy thing to hear how the venue was going nuts for them. Uh, so I want an all-time competitive champs where both of us can be in attendance in scum slash champs. I'm assuming he makes it, which I'm going to go out a limb and say that optic will be at champs. Yeah. Part of it, I would say that too. Yeah. So those um, are my two, two things I want to see. One for me was I want every match to be super, super close. Like how it was last year, you know, the thrilling, you know, what do you, what do you call it? Thrilling game fives all time game fives. Sweating it out for W's. That's why I want to see this year. I don't want to see those blowouts within like 45 minutes, some of those games. Yeah. Not, With not the nature of this game, game, might happen. Yeah. And for my second one, I said to make a, a thankful CDL season, I want Scum to go out on top winning champs. <laughs> yeah, kind of come full circle. The guy that got you into COD wins it yep. at the end. I'm hoping for that. Makes sense. I think there's a lot of people hoping for that. There's a lot of Optic fans out there that are loudly hoping for that. It's not him that always trolls that champs too. The other players have to step up. <laughs> yeah. And he's, I mean, he's got the teammates. I mean, he's got some good teammates that should be able yeah. to step up. When they're clicking, they're basically unbeatable. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that are probably echoing your sentiment as they're listening right now. They also want to see 
skunk mm-hmm. at the top at the end. I think that'd make a lot of people happy. Yep. All right. You want to do this draft? I can explain the rules. This is going to be the last thing we're going to do on the day. Like I said, not a ton to talk about. It's going to be full on ahead. And we're going to have so much to talk about for the next few months of the season. Um, we're going to mm-hmm. do a draft here. It's all time draft. We're going to do, we each have two teams independent of each other. It's so like you can't mix and match your teams after you draft them. They're complete separate teams. Brock's going to get the first pick. Then it's going to be me and Brock again. And then I get two picks and then it goes back down to Brock's team. Just like you would if like you guys are familiar with like fantasy football or basketball or whatever, baseball. Yep. Um, that's how we're going to do that. And it's going to be like players from a game. So like, let's say Brock makes his first pick scump from AW then that would be one of his subs and we'll tell you like we'll go over the teams um with mm-hmm. each pick and then same at the end you guys can vote which one you think is the best but once a player gets picked they can't be picked again so if brock decides that he wants scump aw to be his first pick i can't then say scump bo2 then scump is off the board and it can be anybody it doesn't have to be current cdl players i mean if you really wanted to you could pick jcat black ops one because of how everybody talks about him or something like that like <laughs> so there's gonna be what eight 16 total players taken no yep. repeats and we're giving brock the first pick this time kyle and i did something similar Ooh. to this but we're giving brock pick one and we'll we'll see where he goes with this you know brock has some wild players he loves he might take some, some crazy things here we'll see all right i will i want to pick aw scum but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna since okay. i didn't i didn't really watch that game like that so i don't know i know he was good but i don't know how good he was so i will go with a black apps three formal ar Okay, good pick. When you started to say Black Ops, I wanted to go with somebody from a Black Ops game, so I was really scared. Um, so obviously these players are playing like their positions you all know them for, unless like there are certain players like we talked about this before. Um, he probably gets picked at some point, but Black Ops Four Dashy would technically be a flex because he used the Maddox all year and uh-huh. Prim used their ICR. So like technically, if you're saying Black Ops Four Dashy, he'd be a flex. Like Formal is obviously a main AR on Brock's team, but if like it's a player you hear that maybe played a different position in that game, we'll like specifically yep. uh specify that out. But you said Black Ops, I was thinking him in my head. I gotta go with him because I still swear he's the best player I've ever watched in my life. Um and that's BO4 Simp. That is so good. I think BO4 Simp when he joined that team on United was the most insane player I have ever seen. So on my first team I'm going with Bo for simp. That's definitely a good a good ass pick. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, fine. I'll I'll take sub aw scump then. <laughs> yeah, he was gonna be my next pick. If you if you let it go through, I was. I mean. Yeah, I was gonna take him. Uh. Yeah. I mean, those are. I feel like formal bo three wasn't one that was on my mind, but obviously a valid pick. Um. Even f- like formal iw champs. Mm-hmm. All those were valid picks, but those those were his two best games. So good. You said AW Scump, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Shoot, that leaves me. I feel like there's like obviously there's only four main AR spots and there's eight sub spots. So I feel like getting the subs is more important. I get two picks here though because it's the last pick. Yep. Um, until we go back on our way up. Man, I think I want to go. It might be like it seems so weird to pick him this early, so I don't know if I want to do it or not. Uh, I was gonna say <laughs> I don't want to like give you the name of the player I was gonna say, but um, I'm gonna say 
I just want to, for some reason, I want to make this team down here like a more of an OG team. It might change by the time we get back to this team. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say I want to want Ghost Krim as my flex. Okay. Okay. And. Oh, shoot. Let me get like. Black Ops 2 Karma on one of my subs. Ooh. Just give me two of like two of the goats. People argue if they're the goat or not. Give me Bo two Karma on a sub, mm-hmm. and I mean Krim played a little AR, played a little sub. Same with Karma; they both played a little AR, little sub. But I feel like Karma was very good on a sub in Black Ops two, and I feel like Krim was also very good just with everything all around back at that time. So I'm gonna throw him on a flex. I know Krim more recently. A lot of you guys probably think of him as a main, but at the time. I think Krim was going to play anything, basically. So I'm saying Ghost Krim as a flex, it's sub. Um, I'm going to say BO2 Karma as a, one of my subs on that team. I'm going with like an OG kind of team on that one. All right. Um, I get the uh, the one, right? Yeah, you get one pick here. This is so Brock's picking for his team that he has AW Scump on. Ooh, AR. Um, actually, I don't know. We will go with... Mm, I'll, I'll put flex uh vanguard Celium. yeah that's that's a good pick i mean you could maybe say like cold war Celium as your other one maybe black ops 4 because of his maddox but like can't go wrong yeah. i guess some people might argue Celium technically was like a main for a little bit for them but fly i think flex is very fair for Celium. he's a flex he, he won the mvp this year i'll take yeah. it <laughs> yeah that's that's a good pick so i feel like and now that I went like OG with my other team, I feel like I want to pick all young players. And I don't know. This might sound wild. I was gonna. I I'm not gonna go with him on my last team since I'm going more OG. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say his name finally. So like you can you can hear it and steal it from me. I was gonna take Vanguard, um, Pred. Now saying that might be like crazy recency bias because there's some other subs, but That's- I really just want to take. For the duo, I want to take BO4 or BZ as well. That's a good one. BO4, Simp, and BZ is like maybe the best duo I've ever watched with my eyes, along with like Black Ops 3, Formal, and Scump. Yeah. Maybe. That's a so good So I'm going to say BO4 or BZ. I'm going to say Simp and BZ from BO4 get back on the same team. Yeah. As I, two subs. That's a good ass one. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So this is your team with formal from Black Ops Three as the main, and you get two picks. So you can pick double subs or a flex sub to go with Bo Three formal. Um, all right, I'm, I'm gonna go flex Kenny from Black Ops Three. I mean Black Ops. I'm Black Ops Four. Okay, I was gonna say Black Ops Three, no, not Black Ops Three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Maddox Kenny, a very good player. Yep, and sub, I will do Black Ops 3 Apathy. Ooh, one of the straightest shots I've ever seen in my life. Black Ops 3 Apathy, I think, had one of the straightest shots I've ever seen in my life. He was extreme. That's a really, I I didn't have that one on my radar at all, but I should have, because that's a really good pick. (laughs) Really good on my OG team. I'm kind of pissed you took it now. (laughs) Um, Had to. 
God, they're like, I feel like flex is probably the most limited position. And I already took like Krim and Garma, who are two of like the better flexes of all time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of sucks from that standpoint. Obviously, I need a main AR on this team and a flex. The only main AR gone is formal. So I feel like, you know what? I was trying to like outthink this. I'm like, I'm like going with a BO4 theme. I don't know if I'll continue it or not with my last pick of this team. But I'm gonna continue it. I'm gonna take BO4 Octane. No, <laughs> I'm my <have> next pick. <laughs> ah, he's so good. I think he's so good. Maybe one of the best main AR seats we've ever seen. Like in that game, it was all Maddoxes and uh, some Sog players as the best players after the Sog got buffed. And Octane mm-hmm. was like the only icr player that was viewed in the top and he was like the only icr player that was viewed as like impacting the game as much as like an mvp could like if they would have given out like a full season mvp he legit might have won it that year as an icr and he would have been the only candidate on an icr probably he's dropping numbers so i got a full bo4 squad there i've got so your f- top squad um you got bo3 formal on the main bo4 kenny on the flex and bo3 apathy on the sub now yep. my second team there i've got BO4 Octane on the main, and then BO4 Simp and a BZ. So I'm going with the Black Ops 4 team. Um, your next team, you've got Vanguard Selium on the flex and AW Scump on the sub. Now you need to grab an AR or a sub here. I will grab a sub. Well, I didn't watch this game a lot, but I'll take MW Shotzi. Yep. Uh, regular season MVP in that game, so uh, very legit pick. Uh, you left the floor open for my OG team. I'm very thankful for it. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could pick like BO2 Scump for this, but obviously Scump is off the board because you took AW Scump. But I think my first pick is clear. Um, might shock some people. I know this might not be as OG because I'm not picking him from an earlier game, but I swear it was still the best version of Clay. I'm going to take AW Clay. He won uh, world champ MVP that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the champ or the MVP at champs um, was completely different. Now I definitely could see an argument for like taking like BO2 clay uh, or maybe even ghost clay, but I swear AW clay at champs that year, especially was just different. And then when he joined that phase team, they were the only team that could beat the optic dynasty once karma joined yep. uh, and clay was like the only person. So I'm going to say AW clay to go with crim and karma. Um, it sounds so boring, but I want to do it. I kind of just want to pick BO2 Aches and just make the complexity squad. Might as well. <laughs> or, I, I I mean, this team technically never played together, though. Like, Clay, Krim, Karma, Aches, because um, Karma and Clay were, like, the ones that got dropped for each other. <clears throat> so technically, was never together, but yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say BO2 Aches, yeah. I'll go with that. And then that completes it. So it's basically the complexity squad. It's AR, AW, Clayster, Flex, Ghost, Crim, and then BO2, Karma, and Aches on the subs. Yep. Um, All right. You're next. Is it for my team too, right? Uh, yeah, this is for you. Just need a main. You got Vanguard, Selium, AW, oh. Scump, and MW, Shotzi. You just need a main. On I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think. Um, I'll take. Give me Black Ops Three Slasher. <sighs> Black Ops Three Slasher. I like it. Yep. The leadership could have won MVP at champs, but obviously your favorite player did instead. 
Yeah, that doesn't count. That was John. So, okay. So my first team wrapped up with AW Clay, Ghost Crim, and then BO2 Karma, BO2 Aches. Kind of accidentally, I didn't go in thinking about this, but it became the complexity or like a form of the complexity roster, Mm -hmm. which I'm very okay with. Uh, And then your team, BO3 Slasher, Vanguard Selium, teammates this year. Um, And then AW Scump and MW Shotzi also... Uh, if we had to vote between these two teams, I think yours would definitely win because a lot of the, the viewers are probably newer. So they're like Karma, Crim, Clay, and Aches. Like, what is that yeah. team? Yeah, uh, the old school team. But all these players in their prime, this would be a matchup. Those two teams, it'd be a dogfight. That would be a dogfight if you can get because people don't know how good like Aches and Karma and Crim and Clay were at their peak. I mean, obviously Crim, Karma, Aches all retired. Clay maybe on his last year or something, but. People mm-hmm. don't know how good those four were in their prime. Four, of the, I mean, they all fall in the top ten all time, and three of them probably fall in the top five. Yeah, that's a lot of chips and, ch- and tournament wins over down there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my last spot, I got Bo4 Octane on the main. Now this is the Bo4 team. I feel like I should pick a Maddox player. Should I just do it? And there's no flex on the board. Should I just take Bo4 Dashy to just complete the Bo4 team? Yep, do it. Kind of went with themes. I didn't. I wanted to take a lot more like older players to put people on, mm-hmm. to, like the older players. But I think I'm just gonna go with Bo4 Dashy. I know, obviously, a lot of you are probably saying that Dashy should be listed as a main, but in that game, he was a Maddox, which was the flex weapon, so he kind of has to be listed like that. Yeah, he's insane with that thing. Yeah, and I would say yeah. obviously in every other game, he's been a main. And he is a true main, but in this game specifically, he used a Maddox, so we're considering him a flex. And I went with theme teams, and I didn't want to at all <laughs> with the OG team and then the Black Ops 4 team, but it just kind of happened that ABZ was out there, and I think BO4 ABZ is probably his best form. So that team ends up being BO4 Octane, BO4 Dashy, BO4 Simp, and BO4 ABZ. I would take if those four teamed up in Black Ops 4, it would have been a scary sight. That's probably a probably championship. A, unless I'm like forgetting somebody off the top of my head, that might be the four best BO4 players. I would say Octane was the best um, ICR. Yeah. yeah, she was probably the best Maddox or right up there. Yeah, the, I think Simp and Abizzi are probably the best Sogs. Those two went crazy in that game. Yeah, so I, I like that. I think that's my favorite team of the teams I have, the two teams I have. Alright. Um, Last I, one. I get a sub to pick from of yeah. all of the pool. And you've got... Well, you think I'll tell the people what you got so far. You got BO3 Formal on the main, BO4 Kenny on the flex, and then Black Ops 3 Apathy on the other sub. Hey, mm-hmm. just take Black Ops 3 John. Go with the duo. No, I will not be. I'll go with the other duo of Apathy. AW Center. <laughs> when you said the other duo to Apathy, I was like, who is Apathy's <laughs> duo besides John? I was like, oh my God, you're going to say Sensor, aren't Sensor, you? baby. <laughs> OBJ Slater. He's, he'll do it all for the team. That's what they need. OBJ kind of guy. You know, people like, I think it's a pretty wild pick considering you're only able to pick 16 players all the time and you went with Doug for one of them. It is wild, but like, if you were going to pick Doug from one game, it probably would have to be like Black Ops 1 or AW. Maybe Ghost. He was, yeah, actually, I mean, this era of Doug, like, Ghost and AW Doug was actually a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. I know he is kind of a meme now, but he was a pretty darn good player in Ghost and AW. Yeah, he he won like a couple in AW, right? Yeah, he won. Uh, he only won the one. One. He won, won the the first event, the Columbus one, where Aix had the cut up thumb. 
Okay. And they beat Optic in the finals. Yeah. Two best of fives or two best sevens, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And Sensor just... made the play in Search and Destroy. Oh, gotta love it. Just fitting for Formal and Sensor on the same team again, just like in the MW where he drops seven. Yeah, they the also had, they did team together in Ghosts AW. They teamed together in one of them. Did they? Yeah, they actually did team together for like a couple events. I think they placed pretty well. Did they win an event together? They might have won an event together in Ghosts. I can't remember. Uh, I don't really know. I don't really watch Ghosts. They definitely teamed together, though. I know that for a fact. But well, that's definitely what that team needed. A good OBJ kind of guy. Do it, do it all for you. Get in the hill. <laughs> I, hang on. You're, this is like hurting my brain now. <laughs> I need to look up Advanced Warfare Champs placements. Um. Yeah, you want to go through the teams while I look at this? Who is of the four teams? Which one you like the most? Which one are you voting for? Um, of the four teams, if I had to choose, oh my god, I'd probably have to go with the the Black Ops Four squad. Dude, that shit, they're they're so crazy. Yeah, and that's a game. I feel like there's a little bit of a. I'll buy it. No, Doug didn't finish really high. I was thinking of Phase Red, Ake Slasher, Parasite, and Enable. That finished third in AW champs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that is tough. It, it's tough to like go against the Bo4 squad, especially because I would say like personally, you and I might have some bias because like that's one of our favorite games of all time to watch. Yeah. So I feel like you and I kind of have some bias towards Black Ops Four. So of my two teams, your favorite is the Bo4 one. Yeah, I'd say I like your second team. Um, I guess so for the people that are just like listening and can't see uh, Brock's first team, he has BO3 formal on the main BO4 Kenny on the flex and then BO3 apathy and AW sensor on the subs. And then his second team is BO3 slasher on the main Vanguard Selium on the flex AW scump and MW Shotzi on the subs. And then for my two teams, I've got an all black ops four squad, all four of these guys from black ops four. Octane on the main, Dashy on the flex, and Simpatabizi on the subs. And then I've got the OG team, AW Clay on the main, Ghost Krim on the flex, and then Black Ops 2, Karma, and Aches on the subs. So I don't know. I think my favorite team is the BO4 team just because I have so much bias towards how much I loved watching that game and I was able to go to champs and everything that year. Like mm-hmm. It's got a special place in my heart, so that might be my favorite team too. But of your two teams, I feel like I really like that team too. I think BO3 Slasher is one of the best mains that doesn't get talked about enough because he didn't end up winning Champs MVP. Mm-hmm. I think if he wins Champs MVP, it's a whole different story, and he very well could have. Um, Vanguard Selium, I mean, regular season MVP in the game, best player in that game, hard to argue against him. AW Scump, also probably the best player in that game, hard to argue against him. And then MW Shotzi, MVP. So, yeah. like, four guys that legit could have been the best player in the game at times in those games. So, it's Pretty hard to argue against that team. I think I like that one, but your team one people are gonna roast it because you kind of went for the meme with sensor. But had to, had to do my boy. Had to get it's actually there. like not a bad team though. Like formal and black ops three is gonna be an overly aggressive main AR compared to most, and gonna get a lot of kills. Bo mm-hmm. four Kenny on that flex is gonna get a lot of kills. Apathy is an absolute killer on the sub. He's gonna get a lot of kills, and AW Doug was like consistently around a point nine five to a one. Like he's gonna get kills, but he's also gonna do all the dirty work for this team yep. and just let apathy kenny and formal shine like that team is better than a lot of people are gonna give it credit for yeah 
That team is still smoking most teams. If all those top, all those players, Kenny Formal, Apathy, Sensor, all in their prime, is smoking a lot of teams. Yeah, probably a little sensor, the you know, Mister Dirty Work kind of guy. Clean up the, the dirty three. work. Yep. So I listed. Go back in time a little bit on the pod if you want to hear those uh, those teams again. Comment down below your thoughts. Put together your dream team. You guys don't have a cap on it. You could take Bo Four Simp Aw Scump, and you could take all these players. You don't have anybody taken from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, list down in the comments if you had to list a team of four players from any game. Throw them down there. We want to see them. Let's see something we didn't do. No EU players, Jeff. Let's see like a an EU team from somebody in the comments. That is true. <laughs> kind of just like forget about it, but you can make a legit EU team. You could do like a, I don't know, in his prime, like a Tommy on the main AR, um, maybe a zero on the main AR. You could throw like a Cami on the flex, maybe a Bance and a, um, I don't know. There's a bunch of guys out there like Jerd in his prime, Mad Cat, Swanee. There's a lot of guys out there from EU. A lot of the current players was Joe. Geez. Yeah, Joe. Dirty work. He was like the European Doug. <laughs> yeah. A lot of guys out there, even like Josh in his prime, Rated was a very good player. Scraps and Wuskin. There's a lot of EU guys. Have any EU listeners out there? Make a make an EU team. Yeah, something I'd like to see. But we're just at about the hour mark. I'm gonna wrap this one up, cut it a little short, um, and then be ready to go for a longer one with predictions next week. Yep. All right. So that's gonna do it for this one. Um, if you guys enjoyed, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. We're getting closer and closer to the 800 mark, which is our next goal. And if you're on the audio platforms, drop a follow, drop a five-star review on there. That's going to do it for this one. Uh, we're going to come back with a little bit of a shorter turnaround. I'm going to chop this one up and get it uploaded here shortly. So it'll be Wednesday night when this one gets uploaded. And then the next one, we're going to have a short turnaround. going to be Monday night. going to mm-hmm. be just doing basically... Full on predictions, maybe talk about like if there is some major news, but it's going to be like a whole episode dedicated uh, to predictions for week one. So I'm looking forward to that. I know Brock's looking forward to that. Yep. Short turnaround, but I hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. If you're here in America, we got football to watch all weekend, which is good for Brock and I. We're big football fans. So we got both we're, football. Uh, yeah, we're going to enjoy that. Hopefully, you watch the USA beat England and then. Yep. It's called soccer after Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then we're going to come back Monday drop our predictions for the first matches. So thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you in the next one on Monday.